little Greta Van Fleet started off. It's a powerful. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Patrick Ali uh, coming at you here with Live on Real Estate. We are uh, slowly, slowly approaching, or very quickly anyway, approaching our 100th episode. Very excited to get up there. Uh, joined with me always is CP, one of our senior leaders in the office. What's going on, bud? Hey, man. Are, are we slowly approaching it? Or we're quickly? Slow, we're quickly, slowly approaching. Got it. So it's just it's week after week after week, but at the same time, it's coming up too quick. All right. So that's how we're doing it. And uh, today we're actually joined by um, an interesting guy. Interesting guy. We talked very briefly because this guy's like doing business at the podcast table. Which is awesome, but Justin Ford of Encore Realty, how are you, sir? I'm great. How you doing? I'm doing phenomenal, and you look great too. Thank okay, you, comes sir. Comes in a nice suit. I love it. Thank I you very it. much. So uh, this is our thing. We do anything uh, mortgage, real estate related. We have fun. We have conversation, and hopefully, just deliver value to everybody. Absolutely. So one thing I want to start out with, and we're just going to hop into it here, is I want to know a little bit about number one, how you got into real estate, and I know that there's a story behind it. So I want to I want to kind of understand you and, and help us understand who Justin Ford is. Yep, absolutely. So I've been a licensed uh, real estate broker a little over five years now, but I've been in the industry of I actually started out in mortgages. Oh, okay. You know, uh, back in 2000, I think it was 2005. Okay. You know, right when the uh, tail end of the the good old days were coming to an end, <laughs> yeah. I was getting in. <laughs> So I got to ride the wave for about a maybe a, a year or two, mm -hmm. you know, got in, uh, got my feet wet, and then everything tanked, you know, and I went from uh, six figures to no figures overnight, right? Mm -hmm. Lost everything, and, uh, you know, just after after being, you know, self-employed for, you know, that little bit of time, I, I wasn't going back, yeah. you know, to, to work in, um, you know, for somebody else. I said, you know what, I like this independent contractor type opportunity, and so... You know, I continued on in the industry itself of after mortgages got into, you know, credit repair, helping people with credit mm -hmm. repair, doing loan modifications yep. and then the short sales. Yeah. And uh, started doing some real estate investing. And uh, then that uh, that whole thing took a turn. Right. When, mm -hmm. you know, short sales were kind of drying up and loan modifications, they were really tightening down and didn't, you know, really want you doing those. And so after uh, I would say after being in the, the real estate and mortgage business for you know, a handful of years, I decided to get licensed, mm -hmm. got licensed back in 2013, uh, joined uh, one of the top teams in Metro Detroit. I joined Jeff Glover and Associates okay. over there. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, um, I said in order to be the best, you got to learn from the best. And I respected Jeff. I knew who he was. And, you know, I was with him for three years. I was uh, his top agent for the three years I was there for sales. I was his rookie of the year. I was on his leadership board. Uh, I was one of his inside sales managers. And, uh, back in uh, actually 2000, at the end of 2016, I uh, decided to go out on my own and start Encore Real Estate Group. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and I mean, what do you attribute majority of like your, I guess, your sales expertise to? Was it when you were, your time in the mortgage industry? Because I imagine going from mortgages to real estate right. gives you kind of that full spectrum when having those conversations with your clients. You know, it's it's... It's funny because I look back even to when I was a teenager, you know, everybody always used to joke with me that I would grow up and be a lawyer or a salesman because of, <laughs> you know, how I would always be selling, you know, whether it right. was in conversation or just trying to get my point across. Um, but then, you know, I, I was always attracted to sales mm. and the excitement of it. But when I was, I think when I had my first real 
experience with sales or phone sales was when I was a part of a, uh, I was a travel agent for a moment, you know, raising, raising, you know, selling packages. But then I was also a, um, uh, I was raising money for uh, an organization out of Dearborn for cancer. And in everything that I did, I was always number one. I was always the top earner, the top salesperson. And so when I was introduced to the mortgage business, my buddy, he says, hey, man, we opened a mortgage company. You know, why don't you come check us out? And so I would work at the telemarketing company during the day. And then I would go over to the mortgage office and, you know, call and prospect. Right. And I remember, I think in the first day that I was there, I had uh, I had set seven appointments for people to come in for refinances. And I quit that uh, telemarketing job in two weeks <laughs> yeah. and joined the, the mortgage company full time. And, you know, all of those, uh, I think, experiences of being on the phone and, you know, communicating things like that. When I got into real estate, especially working for Jeff's, I mean, you had to come in and you had to like you you had to start on the phones. Yeah. Minimum 90 days. You couldn't even go, you know, meet with the client, do a listing, meet a buyer. It was 90 days on the phones. And so with my past experience, it was almost like I was taking what I had already, you know, had or uh, my skills and just getting yeah. into the vehicle of real estate. And here we are. Yeah. You, you know, you said something like that first taste of a little bit of sales success. Um, you know, and when you said that, it just it, it just started triggering memories of, you know, that's that that's the hook. Right. When right. that that's when the hook gets set, I think, in all yep. of us in this business, um, you know, when you when you first kind of conquer that 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 first conquest and and realize like you know holy shit i can do this yeah you know and that that's such a cool moment so i'm, I'm glad you brought that up yeah the, the world of sales is definitely the most that when you first get into it is the most scary but exciting thing ever because you really don't know what you're doing you don't right. know what you're talking about but when you become kind of like a master of your craft and a yeah. master of your product that's when it's really really fun to right. to be in that type of business yep, yep. absolutely you, you mentioned something um you also mentioned six figures yep um Pat has six fingers. I don't know I if do. you knew that, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. On one hand. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> no, and then, so <laughs> let me let me ask you uh, this. As far as going from, you know, prospecting and raising money for, uh, you know, cancer organization, mm-hmm. um, then going into the mortgage industry, you know, it's it's a lot busy. And especially yeah. now, you know, like I said earlier, you, you and I are on Facebook together, and I just see how much activity that you have yeah. consistently on social media. Like, how do you set time to have those quality conversations right. with your clients? And how do you how do you set yourself apart in that? that yeah. Respect? Yeah. You know, I feed off of the excitement and the busyness. It's just how, you know, how I, I, I don't know, I'm I'm drawn to it. You know, when things are, you know, it was very hard for me even over the holidays, you know, to take a couple of days off because <laughs> I came into I sold uh, sold five homes on Christmas Eve uh, under contract, you know, for to yeah. end going into the holidays and you know, to take a couple of days off, I was like, man, I need to get back to work. I was almost mm-hmm. like, I'm ready for the holidays to be over before they started so I can yeah. keep the momentum going. Um, but I've, I've really, you know, especially with prospecting and, and lead generation, you know, it's something that I do pretty much on a daily basis mm-hmm. is to commit to at least, uh, you know, one to two hours, if not more, every single day to prospect because yeah. every single day there are people in the marketplace looking for a real estate agent like myself Absolutely. that you know they they need someone to you know help them sell. Yeah. And so and then I've I've been able to develop a team around me. You know, I have a couple of assistants and I have a pretty awesome team. I shouldn't say pretty awesome. They are awesome. <laughs> um, you know, to be able to help with the different things that, you know, I'm not really 
uh, good at. You know, yeah. I, I would say if you look at my strengths and weaknesses, my strengths are sales and obviously communication and relationships. Mm-hmm. But I'm not an admin. You know, I'm not a paper pusher. You know, those and those things aren't bad. They're just not my right. strengths. So, you know, I've heard the saying, do what you do best and delegate the rest. Yeah. And ulti- ultimately, my goal is to really get to a place where all I'm doing is prospecting or, yeah. or meeting with clients and doing the sales aspect and just really delegating everything else. That's such a discipline, yeah. you know, and, and people will maybe not always agree with that. Um, and they'll look at it like, you know, like, oh, you know, Justin big time, you know, he doesn't have time to, you know, handle the, the small details. But it's 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 the exact opposite. It's, right. it's like you said, it's knowing your strength and the discipline it takes to set aside even one to two hours a day. Right. Which you know doesn't sound like a lot, but the discipline to to do that to make sure you are doing nothing but prospecting, and I've seen it because you post it live. Yeah. You know, so I see it and I know yeah. you're doing it, and that's it's it's impressive. You yeah, know, and yeah. that's the thing that like, you know, I need to learn more. I need to be better at because I get myself involved in you know every other thing that's going on around this business yep. and takes away from that. And, you know, that's, uh, it's impressive. That's, that's what we need to, yeah. you know, I want to know more about how you stay yeah. so disciplined into doing it. Yeah. Well, you know, um, in this, in this industry, what I've seen, you know, just from the real estate side, and it's funny, you know, when I started out prospecting, I would, I would call, uh, and sometimes you'd get a real estate uh, agent that answered because one of the numbers that popped up were the agent or it was a for sale by owner, but it was an agent that yeah. was selling. Yeah. And I remember this one guy saying, yeah, I used to do that when I started 20 years ago, you know, make calls as in, you right. know, it's a beginner thing. Yeah. But when I study the, some of the most successful real estate agents in the industry, they prospect and lead generate every day. Yeah. Right. You know, when, when you're good at it, you know, why wouldn't you want to do that? Last week, I think it was last, last Wednesday night, I went into the office and I prospected. I think it was for three hours, and I set five appointments. Yeah, oh, wow. five appointments, um, all listing appointments. You know, all two hundred thousand and above. Yeah, in three hours. Where else can you do that? Right? No, it's incredible. You know, we you know we we do Zillow leads and stuff yeah. like that. And you're paying for a lead whether you get it or not. Right. And that's getting you know shopped out to so many other people. But when yeah. you can get on the phone, you know, make a connection, go out and add you know value to that yeah. person. To me, it's. You know, if, if I don't do it, my business is going to suffer. That's the way right. I look at it. Well, and then and then there's so many parts, too. You've, you've kind of put yourself in a position where there's so many pieces and people that are involved mm-hmm. that, like, you have no opportunity to fail. I right. mean, it's just you have to get out and you have to prospect um, and you have to have those quality interactions. And, right. and one thing we talked about before the show is that you focus more on the listing side. Yep. And then you also have a showing agent and things right. like that. So what made you go and because I, I always want to know about the mindset behind sure. it. But what made you focus more on saying, you know, what, I'm going to focus more on listings yep. and have a showing agent. And yep. then I'm also going to have like a buyer's agent and things of that nature. Sure. What kind of encompasses that team element? Yep. So going back to where I started with uh, Jeff Glover, you know, that's how that's how he teaches. Yeah. Right. And he learned from his mentors, uh, Mike Ferry, who is one of the top, you know, real estate gurus for coaching. He's been around for over 40 years. And even Gary Keller from Keller Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you're a listing agent, you know, you know, from a time standpoint, when you go out and you you take a listing, you know, you've really done your part, Mm -hmm. you know, to go out and get the listing. Obviously, you're getting the listing set up and you're going to market the listing. But when you have a listing, all of the other buyer agents are working for you. Yeah. Right. Because they're the ones that are showing their buyers your listing. Right. And as far as a, um, a showing agent goes is. Early on, Jeff wanted me to, you know, he wanted me to go out and show houses because he wanted me to know the process and how it worked. 
And I, I hated it, honestly, <laughs> because I had this one lady. She was one of my first buyers. She she ran me around to so many houses and she would just like in the middle of the day, you know, message me even on a day that we didn't have anything scheduled really? and say, I want to go see this house. Right. And then if you're like, well, I already got another client. Well, maybe I should find another agent who oh, can, wow. you yeah. know what I mean? And then <laughs> but I showed her like at least 20 houses yeah. and she didn't end up buying really all the gas all the time and everything that i invested into that opportunity there was no return whereas with the right. listing you got the listing and if you have a showing assistant you can leverage you know a showing assistant to be able to show you those show your buyer those houses while you're out getting more listings right yeah yeah i like that no definitely and you've you know like you were you, you were kind of saying you have I feel like lately, just because, you know, I mean, you and I talk on yeah. a pretty regular basis, so I'm somewhat in tune with your business. I mean, yep. I feel like lately you have just hit the gas pedal on your listings. Yeah. And would you say it's it's because of the increased focus on prospecting? I mean, is there something else behind it as to what's kind of popped lately? Yeah. So when I started Encore Real Estate Group two years ago, I came in as the principal and operating broker owner. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always heard it said that it's really difficult to do both where you're an owner and a broker or a team leader and a salesperson, right? Because right? yep. one is going to take away from right. the other. And so about six months ago, we hired a principal and operating broker. His name is Caleb. He's an awesome guy. He's a great, great broker, great leader. And it allowed me to get back to doing, you know, what I do best. And that's, right. mm -hmm. you know, getting back into the, the the sales side of it. And to answer your question, Chris, what I did was is I hopped right back into prospecting as if it never left yeah. me. You know, I was right. a little rusty, had to make a few calls to get back in the swing of things, but yeah. it all came back. And, you know, last month I took 10 listings in a month that's supposed to be slow leading right. up to the holidays. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, my goal this year is to to sell a hundred homes. Okay. You know, primarily primarily listings, but yeah, it's prospecting. Okay. I mean, on, on New Year's Day alone, you know, coming into the new year, most people are you know either hungover or <laughs> trying to recover from the night before. And I was at right. the office by nine a.m. prospecting because New Year's Day is the number one day for prospecting for real estate agents because yeah. there was a thousand expired listings on wow. New Year's Day. Wow, a thousand, yeah. yeah. And now, do you are do you have any plans? You know, just kind of looking fast forwarding. Do you have any plans to grow your team to obviously help you get to that hundred goal? So the hundred is me personally. Oh, okay, yeah, my own personal sales. So um, with you know, I, I think I'm probably going to have to add a marketing person to mm -hmm. help me really do that. But with the with my wife, who's one of my assistants and, you know, really my yeah. you know right hand. And then we also have another assistant who does all of our transaction coordinating. Uh, I, I know it's possible because in my first year in real estate, I sold 100 homes. Yeah. And I did that with with no real help. And I was running around with a chicken with my head cut off. <laughs> right. Um, and then also we opened up Florida. So we're also I'm a broker in Florida. Yeah. So my goal is to sell 75 homes here in Michigan this okay. year and then 25 in Florida. That's, That's awesome. And yep. so it's like a family business now. You got, your wife is, is part of the team. Yeah. And did I see a post a while back that your daughter's doing real estate. So now, she's right? uh, studying for her test. She just That's took awesome. her class and she's getting ready to uh, mm. to take her test. So she didn't even have to she didn't even have to get into the industry. She just knew this is what she wanted to yeah. do. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yep. So very good. Very yeah. good. So, uh, you know, another thing that I kind of want to talk about, and I think this is a, a good piece for everybody that listens. Yep. Is what what do you see in your business, kind of the trends in the market? And, you know, like, again, fast forwarding to, through this year, yep. quarter two, three and four, like, yeah. what do you see is going to happen? 
So coming into this 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 new year, you know, we've heard a lot over the last uh, year and a half that there was a shift coming, right? right? Yep. And that there was going to be a change in the market. What we saw last year, spring and summer, was we couldn't keep any listings on the market. We had mm, four right. or five, six offers on every on every home that we listed, and you know, for every buyer we were working with, they were writing you know multiple offers on so many houses because there was not a lot of inventory. But coming into the end of summer, early spring, you know, we saw more inventory, you know, on the market. And even today, there's more inventory today than there was in the spring. Wow. Mom, and then yeah. obviously interest rates have been kind of going up a little bit. I know they're getting ready to come down a little bit, but, you know, uh, things are changing, right? Yeah. It's becoming more of a buyer's market. And so, you know, when I went to a training um, seminar, I think it was back in November, uh, the the person that was doing the training talked about how you know this 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 market is going to be for the people who really go out and get it, right. and it's going to be for the people who are really going after listings, right? Because there's going to be a lot of listings available. Yeah. You're just going to have to price them right, and you're really probably going to have to do price reductions. Whereas yeah. in the summer, you're yeah. getting more than what you were yep. asking. Yep. And so I see this year that the agents who, for the last five years, just sat back and could you know, make money back, even back when mortgages, you know, 10, 15 years ago, anybody could be in mortgages and you didn't have right. to know anything to, to make money, you know, right. because everybody right. was, you know, refinancing or, or, you know, doing a mortgage where it's the same thing now is the people that would just sit back and really have no craft or skill or motivation mm -hmm. to go after business are not going to get a lot of business because right. it's going to have to really take going after it and making it happen. Well, I think this year, more than any other years, we're going to find the huge shift in social media. And we've talked about it yeah. before. Social media, I think, is really going to take over. I think um, specialized marketing is going to take over like we do list reports and stuff like that. You know, things that really kind of make, I, I guess, from our perspective and your perspective, kind of make our job a little bit easier, but it allows us to, you know, get more business and prospect more yep. and ultimately help more people. Um, you know, kind of going back to what you were saying is that I just what I think is going to happen. And, and I don't I don't necessarily think you're going to see the 13, 14, 15 offers on one house. Right. Um, but I think you're going to see houses go a lot faster yeah. just because people understand now after what happened last year, you know, late last year, mm -hmm. people kind of understand that, you know, all the offer, you know, a lot of the offers that you get and what I notice is a lot of them are re relatively the same. It's right. what tailors to you right. and what do you want out of it. So when you talk to somebody, when you go to a sit down and a listing appointment, yeah. How are you talking to them about your marketing and what you can offer and the value you can add and Encore can add to yep. it? Yep. That's a great question. And literally, as I was on the way here, I was calling one of my sellers. I prospected him last month and his house came off the market. Um, he had to withdraw it because his agent wasn't doing you know, what they were supposed to. Mm -hmm. And I met with him and you know, here, here's what he told me and then I'll tell you what we do. He said this morning, because we got two offers on his house within 48 hours, and he just accepted one this morning. He said, Justin, not only do you talk the talk, but you walk the walk. You did everything that you said you were going to do. And he says, I've already given your name to two people. So I already, awesome. I already met with someone the other night that he referred me to. And he said that he just gave my number to another person last night. Um, you know, in, in real estate, kind of like mortgages, anybody can do a mortgage, right? right. There's, there's uh, hundreds of mortgage people. There's hundreds, if not thousands of real estate people, you know, why would a seller choose me or choose right. you or whoever? And, you know, what I, what I, when coming into starting my own company at Encore, the focus was to add value and to really go above and beyond, right? Yeah. Do things differently and add value differently than everybody else is doing because the average real estate agent uh, puts a sign in the yard, puts it on the MLS and just hope something happens, right? right? 
Whereas us, you know, we create a custom marketing plan that's tailored to each and every listing that we create. We do social media marketing. You know, we do an online video, YouTube commercial. Mm-hmm. You know, we, uh, we we have a bunch of different things that we do, you know, professional photography, you know, and even that, you would think that's just a norm. Right. I would say eight out of 10 listings that I see, even in really good price ranges, are agents walking around the house taking pictures with their cell phone. Right. It's crooked pictures, that's dark amazing. pictures. I, I can't even believe how <laughs> many, yeah. you know, agents do that. And it's so unprofessional. But right. then because I can look up, you know, each agent when I'm on the phone prospecting, I'm doing this. I'm like, hey, did, did your agent take the pictures with their own cell phone? Yes, they did. And I look up the agent's history and like this was the only listing that they had. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're trying to penny pinch and save all the money that they can and not have to pay someone for photography. But right. that that just goes to show right there. Right. That even that little thing is a big difference. And so I go through this whole presentation. I bring every sale that I've ever had. I've sold about 300 homes in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. You know, I show them my sales history. We have a five-star Zillow rating across the board for customer satisfaction. I bring all of these things and I say, listen, my track record is proven. All we have to do is make sure that we're comfortable and confident that we can work together, and this is a win-win situation. Right. I'll, I'll tell a client, if I don't feel like I can help them accomplish their goals of getting their home sold, I won't take their listing because I'm it. not going to just stick a sign in the yard for nothing because we're yeah. actually spending money in advance, and so I'm not going to take a, a overpriced listing just to take it yeah. because that's what most real estate agents do. Right. right. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to go back to one thing on the, your prospecting and and – things like that do you do you try to like do you try to fit it in where it makes the most sense for you are you strategic in advance of you know what this week i'm going to you know focus some days in mornings and some days in afternoons and some days in evenings or maybe you found evenings are you know hands down the best time to do it period what's your thought process on great question um for for real estate there's two uh time blocks that are the best times to make calls. It's 8 to 12 in the morning and then 4 to 8. So anytime between those two four-hour sections, in the middle of the day, it's very, very hard to get a hold of people. People are at work, things like that. Right. Uh, but if I'm going to do a morning session, it's definitely going to be between 8 and 12. And if it's in the afternoon, it's yeah. going to be after 4. Okay. And, you know, it's I'm a freestyle type of guy. I mean, I do you know, my goal is to prospect every morning, but like yesterday I wasn't, uh, or no, it was two days ago. I wasn't able to do it in the morning. I, and even today, right? I'm, I'm here with you guys, right. but my goal will be to do it in the evening, yeah. you know? So if I miss the morning, I'll do it in the evening. And, you know, even there's sometimes where I have a session in the morning where I didn't, you know, hit my goals or I didn't set any appointments and I don't have any appointments in the evening, I'll go back to the office and, and prospect in the right. evening. No, it's good. We're going to have to get it's this good. guy a pre-approval or yeah, two. Yeah, sounds we're like wait, it. We're wasting his time this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, We've ca- got him a couple, actually. Yeah, there we go. Absolutely. Perfect. So I want to I wanna talk about, obviously, a little bit more about you. But yep. So you're writing a book. Yep. And I want to know kind of, you know, everything there is to know about this book. You know, why are you writing it? Yep. What's it called? What's it about? Tell yeah. us a little bit. So the book is actually uh, about my you know, my journey and my story, which, you know, I share openly on Facebook. You can find me on YouTube. I've been a motivational speaker. I've been on the news, things like that. Um, You know, coming up as a teenager, 
you know, I'd say in my later teenage years, you know, like a lot of people, you know, I got caught in, you know, peer pressure, things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I really took it to the extreme, you know, and um, between the ages of 17 and 19, you know, my life kind of spiraled downwards. I dropped out of high school as an honor roll student. Uh, wow. My grandfather, you know, who was an attorney out in Ypsilanti, I always wanted to be a, a lawyer. You know, everybody mm -hmm. told me, you know, I was either going to be a lawyer mm -hmm. or a salesperson. You know, he basically told me that if I stayed out of trouble, you know, that that he was going to give me his law firm, you know. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, I just started partying, started using drugs, drinking, you mm -hmm. know, living the, you know, the rock star lifestyle. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it almost took me out, you know, and I started getting in trouble with the law. It was all drug and alcohol related. Mm -hmm. But by the time I was 19, I had eight misdemeanors and a felony. Wow. Whoa. Had uh, two drunk drivings, three minor in possessions, uh, drunk and disorderly in public intoxication. And I sold drugs to an undercover cop. Wow. And so I spent time, you know, in jail, uh, lost my driver's license for 10 years because of a drunk driving. I, the scar on my eye got beat up by the police uh, pretty badly. Wow. And so but at 19, I became a Christian and that that uh, changed my life completely. I spent yeah. time. There's a in Pontiac. There's a, a place called the Grace Centers of Hope. Mm -hmm. It's right downtown Pontiac. And I went there. I checked myself in there willingly, you know, to turn my life around. And yeah. in there I found my faith in God. And at 19 years old, I knew that if I didn't change, I was going to die. Yeah. I mean, literally, I was going to die. Um, that drunk driving accident was the thing that really opened my eyes. I was at a club on Cinco de Mayo uh, back in 2002. You know, I drove downtown drunk, and I don't remember leaving. And the next thing I knew, I was standing next to a state police officer on the side of uh, I-75, looking wow. at my mom's car smashed into the wall. Oof. I blew a .21. I was three times the legal limit. And I remember going into that jail cell. I was already on probation in four cities, and I was like, I'm in trouble, right? Yeah. And I really prayed, and I asked God, I said, you know, if you give me a second chance, I'll change my life. Yeah. And I went before that judge, and the judge pulled my rap sheet. I was already on a restricted license for my previous drunk driving, and uh, they let me out without even having to pay a bond. And I got on a bus downtown, and I went to Pontiac, and I checked myself into Grace Centers of Hope. Wow. And that's really where the, the change came from. And uh, uh, I said, you know what? I have a story. And I hooked up with an organization called Mothers Against Drunk Driving. I was required by the court to actually go to the class and yeah. hear, you know, all the uh, sad and unfortunate stories about, you know, people that lost their loved ones because of a drunk driver. Yep. Yep. And uh, um, me and the, the lady at the time who was the overseer connected and she said, how would you like to share your story? So I would go with her to different things. And then she said, how would you like to come to a high school and actually speak to a group of kids about yeah. your story? And I got really passionate about telling my story yeah. and really encouraging young people. And I've spoken in hundreds of schools all around Metro Detroit. I was uh, recently on Channel 7 Action News. They interviewed me. That's awesome. Um, you know, and I've, I've done, you know, all types of things where I can use those those tough times and those dark times in my life to now encourage and motivate people. And the book is called Unleashed, right? You know, because there's so often people feel just, you know, trapped or stuck in whatever it is. It doesn't have to be drugs and alcohol because the drugs and alcohol was just the the, the symptoms of what I was really struggling with. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Yep. Um, you know, insecurities, looking for affirmation and acceptance and yep. all these things. Yep. And uh, so many people, all of us, we all struggle with things and we all in some way, shape or form, we feel trapped in an area of our lives. 
And I'm breaking down in this book 12 principles or 12 things that I've done that have call, caused me to be unleashed or, you know, moved out of that, that, that area of my life to really begin to see, you know, transformation and change. So wow. the book's really all about encouraging people that they can overcome and they can be free from the things that are holding them back. That's, yeah, in, that's, that's incredible. It really is. And it's, it's awesome. And it's, it's, it, you know, it's, it is inspirational and, uh, you know, and we certainly applaud you. Yeah, thank uh, you. When's the uh, when's the official signing? Maybe uh, you know we'll have you back on. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> uh, the the goal is to release the book in April. Okay, okay? And great. So I've never written a book. I've been told that I should should have been writing this book, you know, for years. And well, it, you have you have through experience. Well, exactly right. through your life right. experience yep. that's been helping you write the book. All yeah. Along. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so you know, every day my goal is to commit to at least writing you know between five hundred and a thousand words because I think the book's going to be about thirty two thousand words. Mm-hmm. And so you know, it's just I'm right now. I'm just telling my story, you yeah. know, yeah. sharing different parts of the experience, you know, so that when people read it, you know, they can see that. You know, if 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 I could make it, they can make it. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 I think it's incredible. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's in, that's an incredible a great story. story. Yeah, it really. So, is. I mean, and I actually kind of want to go a little that's kind of going off on sure, another topic. Sure. So experiencing that in life and then kind of being where you are now, yep. you know, obviously you've you've been a motivational speaker, you've yep. been in the media, things of that nature. How does that attribute to what you're doing today and, yeah. and what kind of things motivate you? Because I imagine that there's a lot of thought process that right. goes behind thinking about that every day and understanding where you came from. Right. How does that now affect you, and how does that affect you know I guess your business in a in a sense? You know, it's 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 just having the confidence. Like this morning before I came here, I'm writing about the time that I was uh, I had to go to boot camp here in Oakland County. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, they they put me in the uh, Oakland County Sheriff's Department boot camp, and uh, I was just writing today how it came to an end of you know when I graduated there it was an eight-week program and uh, I had gotten sentenced to six months in jail at the Oakland County um, you know jail um, with work release but I didn't I didn't have a job and I didn't have a driver's license so I I wasn't that that didn't benefit me and I definitely <laughs> didn't want to go sit in jail <laughs> right. for six months right and so I asked the judge if I could do boot camp and because uh, I heard that if you go to boot camp and you finish the eight weeks you don't have to finish your sentence and it's suspended no. And so I remember going in there and hearing all the stories. It's like one of the hardest boot camps in the whole country, ran by Marines, all this stuff. And that first day, they like, I mean, just like you see on TV, they're yelling in your face. They're calling you a maggot and you're no good for nothing and shave your head and all these crazy things, right? But the goal of the whole boot camp was to tear you down and build you back up. Right. Uh, they would wake us. They, we'd, we'd go to sleep at midnight because, you know, they had us doing all this stuff and then wake us up at two in the morning to go crawl in the mud and do all these things. It was crazy. Really? And I realized that the day of graduation, which I actually ended up graduating as the highest uh, uh, graduate you could uh, graduate. It was like the Val Victorian yeah. school. It was called Distinguished Honor Grad, where I oversaw two platoons, and I basically earned the highest leadership quality that you could. Yeah. And I remember the day of graduation saying, if I can do this, I can do anything. Mm-hmm. And so the different experiences that I've gone through have led me into business to where business is not easy. It's very yeah. difficult. You know, some people, you know, they see the, the glamour and the glitz and all of these things about how awesome you can be when you're successful, right. but they don't see the backstory you know, well, leading struggle, up to the it. struggle to get there. Yeah, right. Right. 
And so each and every day, even this, this morning as I'm writing, it's just reminding me that no matter what I face, no matter what I go through, you know, that I can do it, right? Yeah. The only way I can fail is if I choose to fail. You know, yeah. a, a, fail, a failing circumstance or something that is uh, difficult um, where you might fail doesn't mean you're a failure. Right, right. It's just something didn't work out, and it's not really you know, um, a loss, it's a lesson, right? And if yeah. you take a lesson out of everything that you experience, you can take it into your, you know, uh, your, your, your process moving forward. Right. And so everything I've gone through has made me who I am today. Yeah. Uh, and given me the ability to, you know, uh, keep pressing forward, even when I don't feel like it sometimes. Yep. And, and that leadership element has been there no matter where you've gone. So you even said, and we'll, we'll end it on this note, but you even said when you dropped out of high school, you were an honor roll student. Right. And then when you're in this boot camp that's yep. for, you know, kids that are in trouble, yep. you're at the top of your class. So yep. you're, you're a natural born leader. Yeah. And that's an, that's an incredible trait to have. So that's awesome. We're really excited about yeah. that. I hope, obviously, to get a copy of oh, it. Oh, yeah. I'll pay absolutely. for it. I promise I'll pay for it. Oh, yeah. Right, you, guys will, you guys will be invited to the, the book release. For oh, sure. that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So. Anybody out there, um, which, wow, if you want an incredible story and, and to learn more, I mean, give us your contact info, yeah. uh, email, social security number, bank account information, yeah. all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, anybody can reach me um, with, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Uh, you can, you know, I give you my uh, my cell phone number is 248-692-4377. That's uh, a number that you can reach me at. Uh, again, you can find me on social media, Encore Real Estate Group or Justin Ford, and uh, would love to connect, encourage, and you know help anybody, uh, even if it's in real estate or in anything related to what I've gone through. You know, in the struggles to help other people come through as well. So that's yeah, awesome. Fantastic. That's awesome. Well, Justin, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank yep. you, CP, Absolutely. as always. Yeah, just remember, Patrick, when. Uh you know, when I'm criticizing you, I'm just tearing you down so that's, I can build you back up. That's, that's all. It. And just just <laughs> out of a random thing, too, right before we end, so this I'm on a random shuffle on my phone. Yeah. A new day is what popped up. I love that's it. There you go. Awesome. So end on that. This is live on Real Estate. Guys, you have a wonderful day, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for having me.